Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Great, Russell. How are you? Good, thanks. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. We say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Father, for this great week gone by, for the powerful teaching that you have given us last night. We thank you, Father, for all the revelations that you pour into our hearts every time we connect with your word and you show us your principles, your promises, your prophecies. All that you have mentioned in your will, your written will that is backed by your integrity, signed by your name, the name above all names. We thank you, Father, for the new day today. I thank you for all the good things that you are pouring into our lives this day. We thank you, Lord, that despite all the challenges that we bear in our lives today, you are still with us. You have not abandoned us. You have not given up on us, even though all of our, even though we carry those vulnerabilities, all of our weaknesses, all of our failures. For all the times that we have rebelled against you, we have disobeyed your word. For all the times we have hurt you and our neighbor. And yet you continue to pour that same love in the same way. Lord, we ask for forgiveness for our mistakes, for the times we have turned against you, for the things we have done knowingly or unknowingly. We ask forgiveness, Father. We acknowledge your presence in this prayer today and keep our eyes focused on you. We also invite you into every challenge in our life today, all those problems, those burdens that we carry. And we ask of you, as the son asks his father for guidance, for direction, we ask you to direct our thoughts, our words, our path, our prayer. We trust in you, O Lord, with all our heart and lean not on our own understanding, but on the revelation you grant us, Father. And we thank you that you pour your peace and your joy into our hearts every time we come into your presence. We want to stay in that presence with you, Father. So that as we are praising and worshipping you, we receive from you in the Spirit. And we share that peace and that joy which only you can give and no one can give or no one can take away. No man, no spirit. We share it with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and a part of this praying family called by your name, the Holy Spirit Brisbane Prayer Group. We share it with all those that are beneficiaries of all prayer requests on the group. And we pray and we share it, Lord, with all those that have no one to pray for them. All those that do not know how to pray. We share it, Lord, with all those that are Christians and have not yet personally encountered you. You are still a religion for them and they do not know you personally. 
and with all those that do not want to know you, that have turned their back on you and have walked away out of the ignorance that lies in their lives, out of the lies that have been told to them, the deception that they have believed. Lord, that their eyes be open to see the truth and by that truth, let them be set free. Quicken them, O oh Father, that they might call on your name and be delivered. As we make our prayer this morning, we call on your name, our Father, our Maker, our Creator, the Great I Am, the King of the Universe, the One who is high and lofty and inhabits eternity, the One who dwells in the midst of the cherubims, the One who is seated above the mercy seat and His heart is full of that mercy, ever willing to pour it out on us. He renews it for us every morning. The Elohim Adonai, the Lord of Lords. The one who is the lifter and the preserver of men. The ancient of days. And we pray in the name of Jesus, your son. The way, the truth and the life. The Lord who heals, the one who is our redemption. The one who has enriched us in all utterance and knowledge. The one who holds the key of David. the rider on the white horse and the one who shall judge the quick and the dead, the Lord of our redemption, the one who taught us faith and who taught us prayer, who taught us how to commune with the Father in our place of prayer, in our secret place. And we pray in the name of His Spirit, the spirit of light and life, the spirit of truth, the spirit of the all-powerful El Shaddai, the spirit of victory, that same spirit who raised Jesus from the dead and now lives within us, has made his tabernacle his home within us. He shall never leave us and go. When we receive our salvation, we invite him into our lives. And from there on, it's the breath of the Father so that every time we pray with the word, we pray under an open heaven. We have God himself interceding on our behalf. The Holy Spirit here on earth, Jesus in heaven seated at the right hand. The one who heals our backsliding and reveals the deep and secret things of the Father. It is through him that the times and the seasons are changed. He is the seal of the age to come through him, through the Holy Spirit. Every miracle, sign and wonder takes shape. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with your presence and with every resource in heaven that you make available to us. that we shall lack nothing when you are our shepherd. We thank you, Father, that you provide food on our table. You establish the work of our hands. We thank you that you have given us a roof over our heads. You have given us family and friends. Angels and destiny help us to demonstrate your love for us, to demonstrate your commitment to us. You said, I will never leave you. 
you are present with us always in one form or the other. We thank you, Father. We thank you that you have made us stewards over the earth, that even though we are only tenants, for all practical purposes, you have given us authority over the earth during this life, during this tenancy. And you have called us sons so that we don't consider ourselves only as tenants, but as sons, we consider ourselves as heir and we speak in that authority. Heirs of life eternal beyond this physical life as well. We thank you, Father, for revealing to us the authority that you have given us. And we ask for the grace to be able to use that authority in our prayer. So that when we speak, it is the enemy that must fear, not us. We thank you, Lord. And as we get into our prayer this morning, I'd like us to reflect on 1 Peter 2 verses 4 and 5. Where it says, come to him, the risen Lord, as to a living stone which men rejected and threw away, but which is choice and precious in the sight of God. You believers, like living stones, are being built up into a spiritual house for a holy and dedicated priesthood to offer spiritual sacrifices that are acceptable and pleasing to God through Jesus Christ. Here yeah, the Bible calls us as believers to be like living stones. And he compares that with Jesus who is first called a living stone, the one that men rejected but was precious to God. So the question here is, what does it mean to be that living stone. Verse 4 says, Jesus as a living stone and calls us to come to him. Then verse 5 says, and calls us to be like him. So first come to him, then be like him, like a living stone, being built up into a spiritual house. Now when stones are used to build a house, the first one to be set in the builder's plan is a cornerstone. That is the foundational stone on which the stability of the structure depends. The stability and the orientation of the structure. If that stone has an irregular surface or is placed wrongly, the entire alignment of the house goes incorrect. And then all the other stones interlock with this cornerstone and with each other. So it is that interlocking, that intimacy with Jesus and the believer that is being highlighted here through living stones. It is a responsibility and it is this um, interaction, that intimacy that is responsible for building up the church and holding it strong for building up our lives as well as part of that church. Some build their lives on a different cornerstone, not Jesus. 
And that is where their lives get led then. When it is not Jesus, it will end up being out of alignment. Their alignment could be towards sin and destruction. That is what the Bible referred to as the builders that rejected the stone. Now, in that case, it was the Pharisees who were actually building up the community, the church, the Sanhedrin of the time. But here as builders, we need to look at our own lives and our community as well. Are we a part of that structure that is built on the rock, on our refuge, Jesus? Or are we building our communities without him? A church that does not have Jesus. But when Jesus is present in that building process, he becomes the cornerstone. And Peter references Jesus as that cornerstone in Acts 4, verse 11 to 12. Stating that salvation is found in no one else. For there is no other name under heaven given to men by which we must be saved. So when we are looking at that longevity of life, not only in the physical, but going beyond into eternal life, it must be by this cornerstone, no other name. God accepts no one who refuses to become a part of this building. Jesus is the only way to God. And God is just like all builders. He has a foundation upon which all the workers must then build. As Matthew 7 verse 24 to 27 says, any structure built on it then, based built on this foundation, the rock will withstand the rain, the wind and the floods. So the rain from the top, the winds from the side and the floods from underneath. So all directions. That's how storms come into people's lives. But a house, a life that is not built on that rock, that foundation is susceptible and vulnerable to attack from all directions. So what does a living stone do other than interlocking with Jesus and other believers? See 1 Peter 2 verse 9, the same chapter but a little further down, where it says, you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a consecrated nation, a people for God's own possession. That is the stones carefully selected by God. A chosen group, a chosen race for God's own possession. Why? So that you may proclaim the excellencies. That same verse continues. So that you may proclaim the excellencies, the wonderful deeds and virtues and perfections of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. So that is why you have been chosen as living stones. A living stone proclaims God's deeds, that is his fulfilled promises in his words, his truth, his principles and perfections, his love and his light. And in all they do, they are to glorify the Lord. 
So what kind are they? They are a chosen race, a particular type of people, those who are born again, those who have faith and are followers of Jesus' teachings as seen in the word of God. Not all Christians tick these boxes. We are Christians by birth because our parents initiated us into it. But not everyone has had that born again experience where their spirit is made alive. It's only those that become the chosen race, the ones that have received their salvation that will pass on into that eternal life in the kingdom. The Bible also calls them saints. We have seen a bit of that yesterday as well in our, in our teaching last night. The next title is Royal Priesthood. Now this in itself is a separate topic. But today I will just briefly touch on those two words, Royal Priesthood. Now royal means kings, ones who carry authority to command. And priesthood refers to prayer to intercession, ones that offer sacrifice at the altar. Praying at all times and using prayer as our weapon of war, but with the authority of a king. That's what royal priesthood is. Which is the next step then in our journey. Now in our journey in salvation, the first one is being saved. Then comes servanthood. And then comes sonship where we assume our authorities. And the next is royal priesthood. We are all expected to pray in this way. When we look closely at the verses that we used in yesterday's teachings, all of them says, wherever he says, I have given authority, he speaks authority given to all believers, all those that believe. So we are all expected to reach this stage, carry that authority, understand how to pray, and then pray your way with that authority. That is when you step into dominion, into abundance first and then dominion. You learn how to turn things into your favor. Romans 8.28, you have figured out how to use it and turn it in your favor. Because we are all expected, and we, <clears throat> we are all expected to pray in this way because the Bible says we are a nation of priests dedicated to offer spiritual sacrifices pleasing and acceptable to God. And Jesus first demonstrated it, that duty of priesthood that we are all expected to carry. Hebrews 7 verse 17 confirms him as the high priest in the order of Melchizedek. And if you look at it historically in Genesis 14, Melchizedek, who first met Abraham and blessed him. Melchizedek was a king, king of Salem and a priest. So Jesus, the first high priest in this new nation. And we are all called to be royal priests in the same way. And that's when we are deemed 
righteous. And the effectual prayer coming out of that priesthood bears much answer. Then we can be a living stone, a part of that spiritual house and play our part in building that spiritual house of Christians as well. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that our hearts and our eyes be open to see what you are showing us. To take our place and to fulfill our path that you have assigned to us in building the spiritual house. So that we work with Jesus as our cornerstone, as our foundation on his teachings through discipleship. We base our lives on your word and all that you want to show us there. All the authority that you have given us, all the rights that we are able to exercise as children, as heirs, and the power that you vest in us through your gifts when we stay in that secret place with you. Your spiritual authority, your spirit itself, himself. We thank you, Father. We ask for that grace to open our hearts to know you more and to come closer to you, Lord. So that the more we commune with you, the more that revelation pours into us, the more our lives are illuminated by your light, the more brighter we are able to burn with that fire. And all men are attracted then to that fire that is kept burning through your spirit. We thank you, Father. We ask for that spiritual edification this day, Lord. And as we pray for that spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families, and every request for every member that has been made on this prayer group. We pray for all those that are battling sickness and disease, those that are hospitalized, those that will undergo surgeries. We pray for all those families that are battling separation in any form and to any of the extent, whether it is a small argument or even to the point of separation and divorce. We cover them and plead your precious blood, Jesus, in advocacy over these lives, over these families. We plead the blood of Jesus also over every member of each of the families that are part of the Holy Spirit Brisbane prayer group. We put on our angels and we dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will, Father, as you mentioned in Jeremiah 29, 11. We call on the angel of the Lord to encamp about us, to protect us and keep us safe from harm, from sin, from danger from accident, from injury, from pilfering, from theft, from hijacking, from terrorism, and from any kind of natural disasters. I command that angelic protection in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray also for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds. 
And we ask for your yoke-breaking anointing, Lord, to touch these lives today. That every yoke of bondage be broken over their lives right now in the name of the King of Kings of Jesus. We pray for all those that are battling financial challenges as well. Those that are seeking new jobs and new opportunities. But there seems to be no visible headway making, no visible headway taking place. In your name, Jesus, we come against every spirit that seeks to hold closed and shut the doors of their destiny. We curse and rebuke these spirits in the name of Jesus. The Lord rebuke you. We bind you under the authority that he has given us and we cast you out of the way, away from those doors into the lake of fire and sulfur. You will leave now. We force open those doors of destiny by the power of prophecy in the name of Jesus. Lord, let that door be opened to each of these, our brothers and our sisters, that they are connected with their destiny that you have planned for them. We will not accept any answer short of that. Father, reveal to us all the things that we are missing in our place of prayer. To make flat that path. To force open that door of their destiny. For all the things that they must do on their account. To forgive others. To ask for forgiveness. We ask for that direction, Lord, today. As we hold these, our brothers and our sisters, between the horns of your tabernacle, pleading the blood of Jesus over them, and we ask for your mercy, Father. We ask for your revelation. We pray also for all members of our family and our own personal requests. In a special way for all those, that have not yet received their salvation. That have not yet been born again in the spirit. Who have not experienced that renewal and transformation. Quicken them, O oh Father, and let their hearts call on your name. For everyone that calls on your name shall be delivered. It is up to you, Lord, as your word says in John 6, 64. Draw them near and they shall come unto you. If you don't draw them, they cannot come, Lord. Draw them near. That they might call on your name and be delivered. We stand in that capital then, Father, and we offer our faith in prayer. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. And as we release our faith in our prayer, you move, O Holy Spirit. And you bring that manifestation of what we have believed in that we shall receive. You bring it and you make it to come to pass. We thank you, Father. We thank you that you intercede on our behalf as well. We make this our prayer of agreement with you as we join our spirit with yours to be one spirit. 
we now unmute our mics and pray in the spirit and all those that can pray in the spirit in tongues i encourage you to please unmute and join us those that are praying for that gift of tongues to unmute release your faith and ask the holy spirit to take over let us now make our prayer in the spirit thank you jesus thank you jesus thank you father Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Sandra <laughs> <laughs> 
Shala brata de Kataya Jalaranda Shanda Papa Papa Sabrosketa Braseta Resterejete Ayatara Balaranjala Shanda Papa Tata Katelian Turuskala Braseta Restalarayanjata Shala Brian Terekatoya Landias Kalabrata de Casta. Abroskela brasa la raste In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. This morning, I got the Lord was standing before us face to face and saying, your freedom is in me. Surrender all to me. I am your refuge 
I am your strength. I am your shepherd. The scripture I've been given is Galatians 2, 20. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If anyone else is receiving a word from the Lord, please feel free to unmute and share. Or you could even type it in the chat. Father, we thank you that you draw us near, that you call each one by name, and you bring us unto you. And you fill us with your spirit, through whom we have freedom, the spirit of liberty, through whom we are strengthened. So it is not by our might and our power, our limited abilities, but it is at his expense, his energy, his capability that we are able to reach that realm of Galatians 2.20. We thank you, Father. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us go out and be those living stones building that spiritual body of Christ, the spiritual church, the spiritual house, carrying our testimony and his gospel and sharing with everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful weekend, everyone. Thank you, Russell. Have a wonderful weekend, everyone. God bless. Thank you, Russell. God bless everyone. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Russell. God bless everyone.